All right, welcome back to the Tamara Tamu Show, where dreams have no filters. So, listen, I want to get into this episode um, just right away. Um, this is a topic that it's like the words, I can't get the words out fast enough, but at the same time, I want to take my time so that the words land and so that you turn off this episode and you go back into your day empowered, even more empowered. Not that you weren't empowered before listening to this episode, but really even more empowered and I want to take my time because I really believe that words have so much more power than what we give them. So this is a topic. Oh, and also, too, I, I want to mention this. This is the first and last time that I will ever talk about this topic on my podcast ever again. First and last time. This is it. <laughs> You will never hear me talk about this again, okay? Okay, so ah, you may be thinking, well, what is she talking about? Oh, and before I get into it, I wanna ask, you know, do you have your drinks? I'm drinking Zevia ginger ale, uh, Zevia with lemon. It is so good. So have your drinks ready? Hope your drinks are ready, because, okay, let's get into it. All right, so the topic that we will never talk about again on this show is called imposter syndrome. All right. I don't know. I don't know who started it. I don't know how it became. It just seems like over the last few years, this topic has been, it's almost like it's a trend. It's almost like, you know, you tell someone, it's almost like this, you know, you, I, I've listened to, you know, podcasts and interviews and, you know, the person being interviewed gets asked, well, you know, before you became, you know, whatever this, you know, whatever type of, of, of success pillar that this person has met, that the interviewee has met, the interview says, well, did you have imposter syndrome or do you have imposter syndrome? And the interviewee thinks about it and says, oh, well, yes. And sometimes, and I'm not saying this for everyone, but sometimes I get the feeling that people agree to either have imposter syndrome or have had imposter syndrome because that's the thing that you're supposed to say. I have yet, and maybe I'm not listening to the right interviews, but I have yet to hear someone answer that question with a fuck no. I did not have imposter syndrome. I always knew I was supposed to be in the space that I'm in. I mean, and really say it and really mean it. So I mentioned at the top of this conversation that I believe words have power and really words have meaning, words create things, and that's a totally different episode. But let's break down what imposter syndrome is. When a person says 
I had imposter syndrome or I have imposter syndrome. I don't even like saying that, but let's just break down what the word, what that phrase means. So let's look at imposter. What does imposter mean? If we just go to dictionary.com, Webster, if we just look up the meaning, the definition, imposter means a person who practices deception under an assumed character, identity, or name. Okay, that doesn't feel good. <laughs> just reading that definition does not feel good. And then let's look at syndrome. What is a syndrome? We could probably just say what a syndrome is without even looking up the definition, but I looked up the definition. And the definition of the term syndrome is at least a, the very short definition, because the definition was almost like a freaking paragraph long. The term syndrome is a, a disease or a disorder. It's a disease or a disorder. So like I said, imposter syndrome, from my perspective, I feel like it's turned into this label that has been tossed around like a nasty, funky, dirty sock, okay? The phrase has just popped up all over the place. It's become a horrible trend. Wherever it came from, it's time we all send it back. Okay, so I shared the definitions of imposter and syndrome for us to understand how detrimental that phrase is. So when you hear a person say, I have imposter syndrome, or I struggle from imposter syndrome, or imposter syndrome creeps up, essentially what you're saying is, I have a deception disease. Yeah. That doesn't sound sexy, pretty, or cute. So let's all stop for a second and take a sip of whatever it is that we're drinking. If you are drinking an alcoholic beverage, I might be slightly jealous a little bit, <laughs> but that's okay. So a deception disease. So let's, let's switch gears for a second. So let's say you're Let's say you're an author. And let's say that you have published your first book, second book. And let's say, you know, by this time you have gotten a lot of attention. Well, as an author, that's what you do. Why would you ever say, oh, you know, I've, I've, I have all these sales on this, on this book. I'm being invited to different spaces, different rooms, and I just feel this imposter syndrome is creeping up. Why would you ever why would you ever say that? How can you be deceptive if you have published a book with an entertaining story that's birthed out of your imagination? You've created something that is natural for you. How can that ever be deceptive? How? Let's say that you are a painter. So are you deceptive if you sell a painting for $250,000 that you were inspired to create from your life experiences? 
Are you still struggling from imposter syndrome? Think about that. How about, let's just say, let's say you're a speaker and you have this natural ability that comes so easy for you to inspire and motivate other people. If someone invites you to a stage to deliver life-altering words that propels a person into their destiny, does that make you, or would you stand up on that stage and still say, or still think that you have imposter syndrome because delivering life-changing words is your genius? And I'm going through all these examples on purpose, okay? So just, just follow me here. Let's say you're an artist, a musician. Let's go there. Let's say you're a musician and you can write songs at the drop of a hat. You write songs like people blink their eyes. That's what you do. You are a musician. So if you write a song and somebody comes up to you and wants to pay you for it, or some production TV movie production wants to use your song as the backdrop of whatever movie or whatever production that they're working on, does that make you an imposter? No. How can you be a fraud when ideas or movies flow to you with no effort? If your film gets chosen by, um, what's the festival? South by Southwest, that huge film festival, which is known all over the world. Are you gonna stand there looking up at the screen with everybody else saying, oh my gosh, I just feel like I have imposter syndrome. syndrome. I'm not supposed to be here, but you're a filmmaker. So think about that. That phrase imposter syndrome gets thrown around too lightly, especially when you look at what it means. Here's the thing that we all have to understand, remember, chew on, meditate on, get it into your bones. Whatever opportunity that you have created for yourself, whatever opportunities have come to you that are the opportunities that you have dreamed of and beyond, all of the life that has been lived through you, everything that you have experienced has prepped you for that moment. It's prepped you to be standing up on stages in front of thousands and thousands of people. It's prepped you to be a New York Times bestselling author. It has prepped you to be an award-winning filmmaker. Whatever it is, your life has prepped you for that. So you don't have imposter syndrome. It is not a thing. It is not a thing. Another thing I wanna touch on is we all get to decide whether we're going, we are going to own 
our own genius zones or not. We get to, to choose whether we allow our confidence to be interrupted by the thought or idea of imposter, imposter syndrome. We get to decide to stop those thoughts, which we can, in their tracks, or we can decide to swim in it. You have to own your genius, own what comes natural for you. This is not about being perfect. It's about accepting what you are a genius at, what you are passionate about. Because those things natural, of course, you're going to attract opportunities. Of course, you're going creating your own opportunities. Of course, those are gonna, that's going to come easy for you. You'll also attract ways to even better your craft. So it is time to put an end to imposter syndrome. If it's buzzing around in your head, put an end to it. I believe in doing symbolic things. So a simple way that you can be healed from imposter syndrome today, very simple. Get a piece of paper, write the phrase imposter syndrome on the piece of paper. You can either rip the piece of paper up, cut it in little pieces or burn it. Either way, get it off you. It is over and done. You do not have imposter syndrome. You are supposed to be in the spaces that you are in. Your borders are supposed to be expanding because your life experiences have prepped you for this wonderful, massive moment. So own it, own your genius, own it, walk in it, be the genius that you are with no explanation, with no apologies. All right, so that's it. I am washing my hands of this myself. We are done with imposter syndrome. It's over, all right? So, let, hey, let's cheers. Cheers virtually. You can't see me, I can't see you. Maybe one day we'll see each other, but let's sip on that. All right. So I want you all to enjoy, have a wonderful day, a wonderful week. And until next time, cheers.